0: Welcome to Agents Only, the number one place for real estate agents. You're joined by your hosts, Matt
1: Steinway and Imi Alistar. Hey, well, this guy needs no introduction, just he's the boss. Uh, Johnny McGrath, hello, mate. Hi, Matty. Hi. Uh, appreciate your time. Um, we always get stacks out of um, anything that you say, including myself, so... One thing that is on everybody's mind at the moment is the market and you've been through all markets. Um, I probably want to ask you more about, like, uh, how you handle it. Mm-hmm. So if you're a young agent and you're, you wake up, you don't have momentum, you're commission only, you know, it's uncertain and you have that that feeling of, unsteadiness inside because we've gone through a, you know, anyone's a superhero market. How did you handle it? Um, I know you got advice, but what did you do?
0: So I've always met, and you're the same as me, I always look to the inner market and I say, what can I control what I can't? I can't control Reserve Bank. I can't control the whole range of things. What I can control is me, my energy, my activities, my prioritisation, my listing, my prospecting. So that's, I, I actually see it. my view is this is an incredibly good market, better than last year, because last year, order takers were looking like superheroes. Mm-hmm. Now, order takers will leave the market and superheroes will look like superheroes. So I think what you gotta do, first you gotta start with, what is your opinion of the market in your own world? So my world is, it's a great market. Uh, it, are prices down? Yeah, of course, well, when I say, of course they are. Most places, the answer is yes. Are they down five, 10, 15? Yeah, one of the above. So that doesn't matter though. What matters is, you know, who are you in front of? What do they want to do? And for most people, it's no different. I've had people say to me, Matt, well, you know, I guess I missed the top of the market, so it's a bad time to sell. And I say, why is that? You haven't bought yet. You're going to buy too. So what you're going to buy has gone down 10%. Yours has gone down 10%. It's no different from was a year ago. Mm-hmm. So again, because that's my philosophy. So I think if someone has got the right approach and they're organised, Because if you're negative, the opposite to that, Matty, is, oh, well, you know, I don't know, it's a good time to be an agent. Maybe I should be thinking of getting out and nothing's selling and the buyers don't want to buy and the sellers don't want to sell. That's not true. There's going to be thousands of properties sell on the Central Coast in the next few months.
1: Oh, there's heaps of salt signs.
0: That's that's right. So the question, the answer is there are people buying. Are they paying the same as a year ago? Most of them not. Um, (laughs) Are there as many people wanting to sell? Well, it depends. It's market dependent. Some markets, I just did some coaching with your great guys up here, and some said their volume's up a bit, and others said their volume's down. But most agents, I say, what is your market share? And they tell me 6%. And I say, well, does volume really matter? Or how do we get you up to 30% market share? Mm. Because at 30%, 40%, 50%, it kind of doesn't matter what the market's doing, because you own the market. So my view is, yeah, you've got to have a good approach. Um, and I think the only approach is this is a great market. Um, you've got to find the people that want to sell and want to buy. And I know you're, you and your team are focused on that. And some people might rightly or wrongly decide to get off the market or stop not buying in the market. That's fine because there's going to be plenty that still want to buy and still want to sell. So focus on those things. See it as a great market to build market share as an agent. And just enjoy it. Don't be scared about it. This is this is a great time. Even if you haven't been through it, you and I have been through a few corrections, but even if you haven't, it doesn't matter. Just focus on what you can focus. See it as exciting that things seem to have tightened up a bit. So your skills as a negotiator have to be polished and heightened because maybe last year you could get away with getting the price wrong and being an order taker and turning up at an auction and it would still be a good result, but mm-hmm. no
1: more. So I've known you for a very long time, people may or may not know this, but way, I don't know, 25 years ago or something, I sent you a videotape. Yeah, I was going to say and, nearly 30 years. Yeah, 30 years ago, and we sent you a videotape, and that's how I got your attention, and then you said, come down for breakfast, but way, and one, and before that, and after that, I always wanted to be a part of McGrath, it was, a vis- it was a vision of mine to be a part of whatever you did, and here we are today. Um But there's been very difficult times for you Mm -hmm. over the years. Like, I remember you were telling a story once about you were flying somewhere to a seminar. You were speaking at a seminar that I was sitting in. And the accountant rang and said he didn't have enough to pay. Couldn't pay the
0: wages. Pay wages.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember. And that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I mean, Tommy Panos talks about,
1: you know. Can you sort of tell the story a little bit?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually, uh, it was in America. It was at a, at a conference in America and I'd gone across. And I thought the business was doing quite nicely. It was new, hadn't been going for long, but we were selling quite a bit of property. We were pretty good at what we did. But I didn't know anything about accounts and balance sheets and profit and loss and cash flow. So I didn't realise that selling quite a few properties doesn't necessarily mean you can pay next month's wages bill. And uh, Steve, I've forgotten his name, Steve rang me up and he was on the northern beaches of Sydney. And he said to me, I've got a problem. He said, I've just looked at the bank and I've looked at settlements over the next week. And he said, I don't think we can pay all the wages next week. So I immediately realised if I can't pay wages, like my business is almost gone. Because mm-hmm. then word gets out and people leave and don't want to talk with you. And so anyway, I got on a plane, I came back, I went and saw the bank with him. I had one investment property or one property. And I said to the bank, look, I'll sell this. Can you sort of give me an extended overdraft? And long story short, paid the wages, sold the property, mm. and the business flourished mm. soon thereafter. But again, you know, Tommy Panos, every you know, even great gifts are often wrapped badly. At that moment, I realised that I had to have a better pulse check on my business. I needed to understand more than just how to list and sell. Um, I mean, I know Jamie is a great partner for you in your business and he, he handles most of that. But in my back then when I'd start out, I had to do it all. And so you started from your lounge room, didn't started you? Started from the lounge room yeah. and then moved to a small serviced office and then moved to a small terrace and had, didn't have an internal bookkeeper, had an external accountant and we kind of had the secretary used to do the settlements, and sorry, the receptionist. Used to, so it was all very kind of
1: homespun, but that's how a lot of people start. Yeah, but you would have worked through like interest rates at 18% and all this sort of stuff? 18%, so you imagine nowadays, yeah. people are worried about and. This one, know, I want to give some reference to this, yeah. Well,
0: you know, interest rates literally were 17 and a half 18 cent to borrow money, which really means, Matty, you can't borrow money, you got to pay cash. So you can imagine back in those days, I would go through seven open for inspections and not one person would turn up all day. I went through seven auctions one day and no one turned up at the auctions all day long. I didn't have a bidder. I didn't have anyone. And I remember the first one was in Kensington in the morning. It was 9am in the morning. It was a drizzly kind of day, a bit like today actually. And I, I turned up and I was there with my assistant, opened the property. Of course, no one came through. No one had been through for a month. No one was indicating they were interested. And the vendor didn't turn up. And I thought, man, this is like tough time. <laughs> the vendor doesn't turn up, and I rang him, he said, Matt, I went to breakfast. He said, I was so depressed because nothing's happened and the economy's terrible. I just thought I'd go to breakfast and forget about it. So I didn't even have vendors turning
1: up, <laughs> let alone buyers. Uh, but but again, those times. What did you do in those times? And look, there's been many others along the way. You know, I've been running alongside of you for a long time. And what do you do? You get out of bed and you like, you know, people are walking around like, whinging about this, whinging about that. What does John McGrath do? You've got to keep turning
0: up, Manny. You've got to turn up. And if you've been through some tough times or tough cycles, you know that this too will pass. And I actually don't think this is such a tough cycle. I mean, yeah, your team's probably going to sell 20 or 30 properties this month and next month, the month after. And if that's a tough market, it's a tough market. But I think it's a great market. And so I don't think this is anywhere near what we've seen in the past. I think the world's moved on. It's a better place. The internet connects buyers from all around the world with your listing. So it's kind of a good time to be in real estate. Mm. But you've got to keep showing up. You've got to keep your your mindset right. You've got to keep your beliefs right. So I keep working on beliefs. So the coaching I just did with your guys, basically on every single one of them I focused on, what is their belief that's holding them back? What, what is the story they tell themselves about themselves, about the market, about the current market that's holding them back? And everyone's got a story. And... You know, your story's a positive one, mine's a positive one in terms of what we say about ourselves and to the market. But a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, I'm a bit worried about what's going to happen. And if that is your view of the world, you're going to carry that into every listing and every open and every buyer conversation. So true. I'm not worried. I'm I'm excited about the market being the great time for McGrath and your team to build market share And I I know there's going to be thousands of buyers this year we can help find a new home. To watch the entire interview, please head to
1: www.agentschool.com.au. There you'll find out how you can dominate your market share as prices move with John McGrath and Matt, how to financially
0: plan for the moving market, and how you can dominate and saturate your market through prospecting strategies that will absolutely see you win more listings and leads right now. That's www.agentschool.com.au.